dishes. We play the game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. My name's Max Becker and it's been a huge weekend in footy. Some massive upsets. The Blues beating the Magpies in a thriller at the MCG. Toby Green kicking five goals and the Swans hold on against the Bombers last night. On the show today, we recap the weekend of action, hear from our local legend this week and chat about how the Matildas have been performing at the FIFA Women's World Cup. Joining me is Western Bulldogs AFLW star, Ali Blackburn. Ali, it's great to see you here this morning. Good morning, Max. It's a, it's a, isn't it a lovely Sunday morning outside? The drive-in was quite nice uh, today, but what an interesting weekend of footy. It's been a, a couple of upsets in there, but nonetheless, it's been exciting to watch the Women's World Cup, both in the soccer and netball, of course, Max, as well. So there's plenty of sport happening in the in the country at the moment and or across the across the world in general it's a it's an exciting time for sport max a thrilling win for carlton on friday night ali it was a win that sent shivers <laughs> down your spine wasn't it it was incredible to see how they went about it collingwood looked flat and they lacked intensity uh, on friday night charlie kerner star though with six goals in a thrilling win for the blues and some of his goals were just remarkable weren't they yeah it was in it was since it long mark it was really impressive to watch just the the way they went about it, um, you know, the, it was a just it was always going to hype up to the occasion of of being that kind of mm-hmm. of uh, being that kind of game, Max. So it was an impressive win by Carlton. Yeah, Charlie Kerno was just phenomenal on Friday night, wasn't he? Since it long, Martin jumps at it, can't bring it down. Charlie Kerno with the crumb, the spin, the goal, and the brilliance, Charlie. He's got three. Defend the goal and the brilliance of Charlie Kernow, as called by the legendary Dwayne Russell. An incredible match from the Blues Alley. But down at Geelong, Freo triumphed as they recorded a seven-point win at GMHBA Stadium, which we know over the past 12 to 24 months has been a fortress for the Cats. Caleb Throng with 28 disposals. Sorry, 29 disposals. Luke Ryan had 28. And Lockie Schultz and Ollie Henry with both two goals apiece. Geez, you didn't really see this coming, did you? I thought Geelong might have got the job done, particularly early in that last quarter. But, geez, Fremantle kept coming, kept coming, and, and were able to get in front and and just get a really strong win for them and, and mm. just a, a really confident booster win, I, I suppose, in the end. But really sort of dampens the spirit of Geelong <laughs> t- towards the, the last four rounds, Max. You know, will they make the top eight and, and be able to defend their premiership title? Who's the best player for Freo at the moment? There's a couple up there. Sarong, Brayshaw. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one to sort of pick out of the mix, but those couple of names in themselves are, are playing some good footy and, and are probably definitely up there at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the Toby Green show continued and proved superior at Mars Stadium from down 29 points at halftime. He kicked five goals to demolish the Dogs to win seven straight in a row for the Giants. <laughs> for the Bulldogs to... To be able to be in front for most of that game and and just be so competitive and 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 look really composed in mm. the early parts throughout the game, but the Giants—they're just finding a way at the moment, aren't they? What is it? Seven straight, seven straight in yeah. a row, and and really led well by Toby Green, and he's just—he's leading that group exceptionally well at the mm. moment, isn't he, Max? He's impressive to watch. It's a great rivalry that these two clubs have built up over the years now since the since the prelim final in in sixteen. So. 
It's a, it was a tough game. You know, for, for a Bulldogs perspective, though, Tim English, the 25 touches and two goals in his ruck positioning as well. He's, mm-hmm. he's having a great season himself. But, yeah, well done to the Giants on a, on a great win led by Toby Green. Now, there were questions asked during the week, Ali, of the Suns, and they answered those questions. A 41-point win over the Lions. And Ben King with five goals. Sam Flanders with 32 disposals. It's the first Q clash they have won in a while. Yeah, it was no again, and nobody really saw this one coming. Everyone probably tipped Brisbane to to have the win, Max, but it was just a great game for for the Gold Coast Suns, and and again another key forward really, you know, mm. sort of making his mark in Ben King, being able to kick five goals, um, you know, only having the seven touches, but five <laughs> of them being really impactful on the scoreboard. Obviously, Cameron as well, kicking a couple of goals himself, and and Dunkley getting p- plenty of the footy for the Lions, but they just couldn't quite sort of compete with what Gold Coast were doing, were they? And a, a great win in the Q clash for the Suns. Now, thriller at Marvel Stadium last night. The Bombers kept coming and coming, but the Swans hold on to keep their finals hopes alive. Zach Barrett with 39 disposals and Tom Papley kicking a goal from the centre square. It's been a few potential plays of the day for visitmildura.com.au, but I reckon that's a candidate right there, Kane. That uh, Langford pass off to Durham. Everyone fell over. Yeah. Swans trying to go into attack again. Here's a Marty. He gives to Papley. He's got a bit of room to run. An open goal square. He kicks long. Hell, it bounce. It goes through. The Pap. He's not giving this one up quickly. He's got two. He'll love that one. And the Swans get one against the runner play. This game is bonkers. Yes, that's a brilliant way to describe the match last night. A two-point win for the Swans, and it was an electric atmosphere down in the rooms last night. Yeah, an impressive win. I mean, well done to Essendon for, for coming back into that game as well and being really competitive there. They really they, fought, didn't they? They did. The two men up forward in Langford and Wright, kicking nine goals between them. I mean, that was an impressive performance and a, a, I guess a real positive for them moving forward. But, I mean, Sydney just holding on and, and keeping keeping the hope alive for coming towards that back end of mm-hmm. well those last four games and, and seeing if they can make a case for the top eight. But, geez, Papley... There's moment people love big moments in games and and he's one of those players that loves to step up and and sort of drive the occasion. So a great great win by Sydney and and well done to Tom Papley for that goal. Absolutely. If you're a happy Sydney fan this morning or a disappointed Essendon fan or a lover of footy anywhere around the country, you can give us a call here on the Kids Edition, one 736 736 chat about your footy if you've got a game today or if you're going to the footy today in particular. Um, and now the showdown Ali produced last night, Adelaide smashing the power. I don't think anyone really saw that coming, especially in the way they did it with a 47-point win. What about Tex Walker, though? Seven goals and at his age, he just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's, he's been very impressive this season. I mean, wh- what a joy it is to watch some of these key forwards go at it uh, this year, Max. And, and Adelaide have been really competitive this season. They've, they've mm-hmm. won some really good games. They've been right up there against some of the top teams in the competition, and 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 this is no exception. Against Port Adelaide in a big occasion in the showdown, these two teams love going at it um, <laughs> in in uh, South Australia. So, well done to to Adelaide for a great win, and and just Tex, he's he's been impressive. So, 
I mean, if you're a big Tex Walker fan and, and you're loving seeing him kick seven goals, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about what goal was your favourite of his to kick uh, in last night's game, Max. Absolutely, Ali. Now, I believe practice matches for yourself have been announced for a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, we've got some pracky games coming up. Um, we're pretty fortunate we, we get to stay uh, in Victoria for <laughs> it. We, we come up against Hawthorne uh, down in Frankston and, and North Melbourne at Arden Street um, in August, so in a couple of weeks' away. So looking forward to, to getting back out there and, and having a run around. It's um, just it's so exciting. You know, you've, you've trained for such a long period of time, yeah. Max, and, <laughs> and, and then to be able to finally see the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. with the games coming is, is, is super exciting for us. Um, everyone's sort of itching out a bit to, to be able to, to get back to games and, and be able to run around with your teammates and, and see sort of all the work that you've been doing come to fruition. Are those practice matches open for fans and kids to get along to? I believe so. Um, I, 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 I'm not 100% sure on that one, actually, <laughs> but I, I, I would say yes, um, particularly um, in those two um, locations there and, and across the country as well. There's plenty of pracky games for for everyone to get along to. So come down and, and, and watch some of your, your favourite AFLW players uh, go at it and ready for the season ahead, Max. Well, we'll keep we'll keep everyone posted uh, on the Kids Edition Instagram and on TikTok for whether you can get along to watch Ali um, and the dogs play in some of their practice matches. How's training been this week? Obviously, it would have I assume it would have stepped up uh, just another level. Yeah, well, with with the practice games coming up, you you sort of only got a couple more weeks to get sort of that really high load in in terms of your training. So it's 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 been a lot of fun. It's it's been tough, um, nonetheless. But it's it's just so enjoyable. And and yesterday was a great day for training. We've had some ripping days actually this week to actually be out on the track. So you make the most of those occasions when you can. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been tough. It's it's just been nice to watch some of our players sort of go to work. And and I'm I'm really excited to see what the rest of the competition looks like as a whole because you've had so long to mm-hmm. sort of go to work on your fitness, your skills and, and think about your game style and plans and, and what you want to get out of the season as a whole. So, I mean, any kids out there that want to have a chat to us about <laughs> what AFLW players or, or what games they're looking forward to most, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about that, Max, or ask any hard-hitting questions of, you know, what games we're looking forward to as well um, to, to be part of. But, you know, the, the training work and, and everything that you put into it, it's, it's, it's tough, but it's so worth it. And, mm-hmm. and it's just so exciting to be with your teammates sort of as often as possible and, and, and you know, seeing what you're doing come to life and, and those games coming up is, is, is a great opportunity for that, Max. So I'm looking forward to it. What kind of music's been around? The girls at the moment. Oh, there's there's been a wide mix. Um, it, a, a good friend of mine, Jess Fitzgerald and 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 Gabby Newton, they they love Broadway musicals, mm-hmm. and so I've gotten into it a little bit more over the last little bit. Yeah. Uh, so lots of musicals, to be honest. So we're listening to those numbers, and then just I don't have control of the speaker ever. Um, Captain doesn't get control. No, nah, no, nah, they don't. They hate my music choice, so <laughs> I I don't get a get a say in it. It's it's a couple of players that get to pick the music and sometimes it's really rogue and terrible music and I just can't listen to it. Some of the younger girls? Yeah, some, definitely some of the younger girls. Uh, but for the vast majority, it's okay and it's, uh, you know, it's not too bad. I can I can get my gym done in that time frame, Max, without with blocking out the music that's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's the best looking first year player in terms of fitness heading into this season? 
Oh, look, we, we we don't necessarily have sort of 18-year-olds mm-hmm. coming in this season. Um, we, we've picked up a, a few players that have sort of been elsewhere previously or, or played mm-hmm. some VFL footy for us. Um, so it, between the three of them, between Bree, Maggie and Dom, they're all looking great, to be honest. They're, they're playing some really good or, or training really well at the moment. So I'm looking forward to seeing all three of them go to work. But even just our young players coming through. I'm looking forward to watching Keely Coyne sort mm-hmm. of go at it. She's mm-hmm. sort of one of our th- our three younger players that doesn't necessarily get mentioned as much because she doesn't necessarily do the, the spectacular sort of, you know, show-stopping moments. But what she does do is is just she's a really smart footballer in general and, and, and the way she sort of moves along the field and, and brings her teammates into the game is is really impressive to watch. I'm excited to see how she goes about it, Max. Yeah, absolutely, Ali. Coming up on the Kids Edition, we'll chat about when and will Sam Kerr return to the Aussie Matildas on Monday night. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, that's it. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. The FIFA Women's World Cup has been incredible this past week. Our FIFA Women's World Cup update partner is Fanbrush. Show your true Aussie colours. Green and gold broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Ali, on Thursday night, the Aussies were unable to get the job done against the against Nigeria. Sorry, the 40th uh, FIFA Women's World Cup ranked Nigeria. With no Sam Kerr, they struggled to get any coverage of the, of the Nigerian women before Emily Van Egmond struck with the first goal for the Aussies. But Nigeria were too good and struck back with two straight uh, for Nigeria. Yeah, we... We were watching it as a team and, and, and you sort of saw the first goal and was just like, this is incredible. Yes, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to get it done again. And then Nigeria were incredible, weren't they? Their pressure was phenomenal. They just they just kept coming and coming and coming and, and were able to get three goals. And 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 unfortunately, just the Tillies couldn't get, it, get the job done. And, and so now they make it a really challenging task for themselves uh, tomorrow coming up against uh, Canada here in Melbourne. So looking forward to that game, Max. It's, it's going to be so exciting to watch. And, and hopefully we can see Sam Kerr back out uh, on the pitch. Fingers crossed she's out there. Well, she's confirmed she's fit to play. I've heard rumours, though, that she won't start in that starting 10 um, on the on the pitch. So that's obviously going to be a bit of a disappointment um, for the Matildas, whether she's fit enough to actually start on the pitch Um We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, everyone's hoping, um, and there's been questions around the coach. Um, Tony Gustafsson uh, throughout the week about how he handled it, and he's admitted that you know he didn't make the adjustments um, in rotations and sub. Um, obviously, Alex Chidiak, who came on and made a massive difference early enough. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's a really good learning curve for them. Obviously, you, you probably don't want to make those learning curves in, in the <laughs> World Cup and in uh, you know the, these rounds that they're currently in, but... You know, it's at least hopefully they can adjust for for the game tomorrow night and and you know get a victory and you know the whole country's sort of right behind them mm. at the moment, Max. And would love to go see them go to the round of sixteen games and and hopefully continue that journey onwards um, to to some form of victory um, towards the end of this 
this uh, World Cup, Max? Yeah, Monday night, Ali, I went to the game between Morocco and Germany, uh, yes. Amy, Amy Park, although for the Women's World Cup, it is called Melbourne Rectangular <laughs> Stadium, which I found I found quite interesting and I had a bit of a laugh um, about that, um, obviously, due to different naming rights. But it made it you feel and the whole atmosphere there like you were in a completely different country prior to the game. It was just an incredible atmosphere to be a part of and to witness in person. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. And I'm, I'm super excited personally to, to get to one of the games. So any kids out there or anyone heading to one of the games, give us a call on 1300 736 736 and you can have a chat to us about what's been your favourite part of the FIFA Women's World Cup and if you've had a chance to get to a game and what the atmosphere has been like at one of those games. And Max, you were saying you, you were able to get to a game last Monday Night. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and what it was really like, you know, to see the, the pure excitement on, on people's faces in the country just getting to, to a Women's World Cup game. So many people had face paint on. There was yeah. Germany flags everywhere. Everyone was decked out in Morocco and Germany scarves and Germany's uh, and Germany's scarves, obviously, <laughs> um, and jerseys, sorry, um, which was oh, what I meant to say. And it was incredible to see the joy and pure elation on everyone's face throughout the whole match. And even though, you know, Morocco unfortunately gave away a couple of easy own goals towards Germany and Germany really just applied the pressure and um, smacked them out of the park, to be completely (laughs) honest with you. Um, It was great to see um, all fans um, a part of that and even Australian fans, people in Matilda's jerseys, people in the USA jerseys, they're just lovers of soccer in general. It was great to see. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome for the game that there's been so many people. Great for women's sport too. It is. It's it's phenomenal to see and and be able to watch these games come to life more and more and 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 just the pure excitement and just the conversation around it. Everyone's mm-hmm. just talking about it at the moment and yeah, absolutely loving it. So, you know, fingers crossed the Matildas can can get the job done uh, tomorrow night here in Melbourne against Canada. So if you want to win yourself a fan brush face paint, one 736 736 give us a call here on the Kids Edition. It's been a massive week uh, in the FIFA Women's World Cup and our FIFA Women's World Cup update partner is Fanbrush. Show your true colours with Fanbrush face paint. Green and gold range available at all Rebel stores. Fanbrush, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Now, Ali, at the c- conclusion of day three of the fifth test in cricket for the Aussies in the Ashes from the Oval Australia, currently have England nine for 389. They've got a lead of 377. The Poms, the Aussies will have two days to make this run chase and try and take this series win 3-1. Obviously, we've already retained the Ashes, but it's a massive task um, for Steve Smith and the Aussies, which David Warner could well and truly be his last test. Yeah, it could be. And then along with Broad as well for, for England too, yeah. obviously announcing his retirement, Max, um, yeah. which is obviously big news in the in the cricket space too. Yeah, it is. I think all Aussie fans that <laughs> uh, love to see Stuart Broad go, give you a little salute, mate, and... Uh, off your fly like a little butterfly. But, no, he's an absolute legend um, of cricket, obviously. Over 600 wickets now in Test cricket. It's been great to see um, the impact he's had on the game, the impact he's had on so many people's lives. I was listening to him uh, chat with Mark Howard on the Howie Games, um, and he's a good bloke in general. Um, if you haven't listened to that, it'll completely change your perspective on the whole English cricket um, and what Baz Ball is all about um, <laughs> under Brendan McCullum. Is it madness? Is it... Great to watch. It's definitely great to watch um, if you're Aussies and if you're a neutral supporter. But 
it's been a fascinating series. Absolutely. And and speaking of other sport in general, Max, uh, the Australian uh, Aussie Diamonds, um, they're obviously in the the Women's World Cup as um, well for, for netball too. So it's been great to have that kick-started as well mm-hmm. this week, Max. The, the Diamonds got the job done as well yesterday. Um, they had a, a, a big win. Another mm-hmm. big win, Max. They, two from two now. It's um, it, it's it's been impressive to watch them and uh, Ash Braz, who uh, obviously is an AFLW player as mm-hmm. well, um, and just dominating two in that space, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Two fifty-plus wins for the Diamonds two days in a row, and now tonight we'll get to see uh, what they do against Fiji. Hopefully, they could almost get. I'm thinking they could almost get an eighty-goal. Win an eighty goal win, eighty goal win. Don't need be, to put pressure on them, but it's, it's <laughs> going to be incredible. Well, at the start against Tonga the other night, I was watching uh, the first half of that, and it was fascinating to see how much pressure Ash Brazel um, and the defence, uh, especially wing defence and goalkeeper and goal defence, um, applied to the Tongan attack. Um, and it was really fast paced to begin mm. the game, and then it obviously slowed down a little bit um, from a Tongan perspective. It was really tight that first half, and then the Aussies. The diamonds, as they do in natural fashion, they just broke away. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? It's 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 a joy to watch. Our Aussie diamonds go at it, Max. They're, they've um, been incredible over the years, and and this is no exception as well. So, looking forward to the remainder of this uh, World Cup for the netball. Next up, we have our local legend. Stay tuned to hear from this week's legend. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice, yeah. The kids edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Eight points. Eight behinds. So you kicked one goal, two, just in behind. Yeah. I got a goal. And anyway, but you will see us with the green. Hey! With skinheads and shit. Local legend. Local legend. Are you going to watch the Saners and the Hawks today? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with Dicker and Amy to the not footy? The today. Not the cat today. Really? Are the Saners not going to... the cat today. <laughs> no. Are the Saners going to kick a goal? The Hawks are going to win. The Hawks are, the Hawks going, are going to win? Oh, what? No. no. Say, what do we say? We say, go to Saners. Go to Cats. What? The go cats. to Cats? <laughs> no, I did not tell you that. Say goal to Sainers. What do you do when you kick a goal? Do you clap? Yeah. Yeah, do you say... Can you show us how to do that? Oh, good good clapping, Miller. Oh, how many goals are the Saints going to kick today? Two. Two. Is that it? Five. Five. Oh, are we going to clap for the Saints, Miller? Yeah. Yeah? Are we going to sing the Sainers' song when they run out? Yeah, we sing, oh, when the saints go marching in. Yeah. Yeah? No. Who are you going to the footy with today? Oh, really? Am I going to see you at the footy, Miller? Yeah, you can. Yeah? Are you gonna, do you want to sit with me or sit with Zaya and Tallulah? I want to see Tallulah. Zaya and Tallulah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, now give us a go to Sainers. Go to... Yeah. All right, awesome. So that's my little cousin Miller 
uh, our local legend for this week. She loves the Satyrs. Unfortunately, there she uh, she's her nonna's been chatting to her and trying to get her to convert to the cats. Yeah, I, I think she was going for a couple of different things in that. <laughs> to be honest, Max, but. Just a, a, a question mark on the singing as well from your end. That's, uh, you got in tune a little bit there with the St Kilda song. In tune a little bit. I don't, I don't mind singing a song, Ali. <laughs> it's, a, it's great to hear. So any any kids out there, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. Maybe even give us a rendition of your favourite uh, AFL team song or, or your local club song. Throw me under the bus well. there a bit, Ali. I, I have a little bit there, Max. That was the one thing I picked up on that. <laughs> it was fabulous to, to listen to. But you know, any kids out there, if you're heading to your junior footy this morning or or you're going to the, the St Kilda Hawthorne game at Marble uh, later this afternoon, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about it, Max. Yeah, absolutely, Ali. Now, junior finals um, is coming up at the moment. It's the end of um, kids' footy. I want to reminisce and what were your junior footy finals like as a kid? Was there a lot of excitement and hype about it or really nervous and a bit of tension? Oh, it was, it was a mixture of it all. There was actually one kid I remember in our under-10s grand final was really nervous that uh, before the game he actually threw up because he was that nervous wow. <laughs> for it and, and that excited for the game. I don't know what he had for breakfast. Uh, but no, it was, it was great to, to be part of love playing in finals. It's such a, it's such an exciting part. It's, you know, as a, as a youngster and even as you get, um, a little bit older, Max, it's, it's something you get really excited for and, and you end up playing a lot of the game to, to, to play finals. So, um, any kids out there, if you, if you've got finals footy, you're on your way to it, or, you know, the finals are coming up, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. And have a chat to us about how your team's going to go, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's uh, today, later today, or or over the coming weeks, Max. But it was um, it's always so much fun. We won our under tens grand final, which was mm-hmm. super exciting. Um, what actually, were celebrations like? Oh, they they were extreme. We when we got handed the cup, our coach encouraged us to to run a, a lap around the oval <laughs> afterwards. I think it was uh, just to give the parents a break from us for five minutes, to be honest. But it, it was a lot of fun doing that. We are all just carrying the cup up in the air and, and celebrating and enjoying those moments. And they're, they're really fond memories that I have of, of junior footy and, 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 and you know, those, those younger days. So it's so much fun being able to do it. Did you ever play in any finals footy, Max? No, I didn't play in any finals. Uh, actually, we did make finals one year, but... Um, I didn't play in the first week of finals, but we, and we got kicked out that week. Oh, so no. we probably didn't deserve to play um, yeah, finals after all. But we missed finals <laughs> a couple of years in a row. Um, but now it's great to see my mates um, as they're coming up to finals, being able to um, watch them. And they're currently sitting, I think they're sitting almost top of the ladder. Wow. Um, they've only lost one or two games for the year. It's great to see um, the work that they're putting in um, on the field. And obviously so much hard work in junior footy goes um, in and around all the volunteers and parents and everyone that helps out. So if you're a volunteer or a parent or you're loving your footy at the moment, you can give us a call on one 736 736 And you can also win yourself a fan brush. Yeah, exactly. And and get ready and, and get up for tomorrow night's uh, Matilda's World Cup game with the fan brush on. Mm-hmm. We've got ours, Max. They look fabulous to, to have actually and supporting the green and gold. Yes, little even people who aren't soccer fans have got around the Matildas and began watching soccer and kids are I think soccer's after this women's world cup is gonna have record numbers of kids playing soccer in Australia. I think that's the impact um 
that it's had and it's touched so many people so far. Absolutely. So if you've got any junior sport on, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about that, Max. Absolutely, Ali. We'll be taking a quick break here on the Kids Edition. Surely we'll be chatting about Ali's season coming up. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. We've got a caller on the line, Michaela. Good morning, Michaela. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Great, thank you. Do you play footy? Yes, I do. Oh, awesome. Are you on the way to junior footy this morning? Yes, I am. My dad's the coach. Oh, beautiful. What have you eaten to pump you up? Um, well, I've just had lots of water and some sultana bread. And some sultana bread. Very good. Who do you play for, Michaela? Um, Deer Park. Deer Park. And is this a finals game, is it? Uh, no, we've got the week off. Training oh. for next week. Oh, so today's just a training, so not a game. No, not a game, sadly. Oh, that's okay. What do you love most about playing footy, Michaela? Um, I love kicking and tackling. Kicking and tackling, that's awesome. Do you kick many goals? Um, no, I'm the back line. I defend. Oh, you defend. What's your favourite part about defending? Um, stopping the goals. Stopping the goals. A real team player, Michaela. We love uh, those people. So you've got finals footy next weekend, is that correct? And how do you... Make it to finals. And make it to finals. Very good. And how do you think your team will go? Um, I think we'll win. You think you'll win? I love the confidence. That's a really strong side. Oh, that's awesome. Who are some of the friends that you get to play with, Michaela? Um, Mac and Samuela and my brother Chase. And your brother Chase. Oh, that's awesome. How cool is that? Oh, that's really cool that you get to play... With your brother, probably makes the driving easy for the parents uh, on the on the <laughs> Sunday morning, I I bet. Uh, what team do you support? Um, Carlton. Carlton. Oh, you'd be very excited with their win on Friday night, were you? Yes, very. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your favourite Carlton player? Charlie Kerno. Oh, why do you like Charlie Kerno? Um, I don't know. I just love him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You mentioned your dad um, was a coach. What do you think is the best thing your dad's taught you? Um, he's just because, like, I haven't been playing football that long and he's just taught me a lot, like, how to play the game and everything. Oh, that's incredible. Do I you think he's a good coach? coach? Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Thanks so much, Michaela. If you hang on the line, we've uh, we've got a fan brush for you in support um, of the Aussie Matildas yeah. in the soccer. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Michaela. Michaela. We've also got Callum on the line who wants to have a chat about his swimming. A couple of calls this morning. Good morning, Callum. How are you today? Good morning, Callum. Hello. How are you, mate? Good. Good. And you want to have a chat to us about swimming, do you? Do you do, you do swimming? Yeah, um, I had a break for six months, but I've gotten into it the last two months. Oh, awesome. And, and and do you have a particular stroke that you like to do or do you just like to do all of them? Breaststroke is my go-to. Breaststroke is your go-to. What got you into swimming? What do you love most about that? Oh, it's just the fun of racing against your friends and all that stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. Do you compete competitively or just for fun? Uh, competitively. Oh, beautiful. How many um, how many races have you won? Um, I think three in my career because I've been up against really, really good people. Wow, that's incredible. What age group are you in? Um, the Tunnelanders. Ah, oh, beautiful. That's awesome to hear. Do you go? Do you? Uh, sorry. Do, where do you go to swim? Um, for training, I just go down to Lingapa Splash. Nice. But when I'm doing swim meets, they're like within a hour and a half radius of Lingapa. <laughs> An hour and a half radius of Lingapa. So. So plenty of time in the car uh, on the way to, to swimming. Do you have any favourite swimmers that you like watching? Um, not really. I'm not really the one that watches sports. Not really the one that watches sports. Oh, that's okay. Well, what do you do to prepare for swimming? Do you have a good brekkie beforehand? If so, what do you have? Um, if I'm going to a big swimming like a short course, short course I would have maybe... Three pancakes. Oh, that's incredible. Three pancakes is uh, great to hear. Can you take me through, are you part uh, of obviously a swimming team or a swimming squad or anything like that or just individual? Um, yeah, I'm an SGB swimming club. Oh, incredible. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Um, there's, I think, around 1,000 kids in the SGB swimming club. And it goes throughout two towns. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Do you get to swim with any of your mates, Callum? Yeah, I have a lot of my mates in Country Squad. Oh, awesome. Do you want to give them a, a, a plug about some of the mates that you get to swim with? Uh, two of the Lockies, Mitchell, Nathan, everybody. They're all fun to swim with. Yeah, absolutely. That's great to hear, Callum. Thanks so much for joining us uh, on the Kids Edition. Uh, hang around. We'll grab your details. And we've got a fan brush waiting for you. Yep, yep. Oh, thanks so much, Callum. It's great to hear kids getting uh, involved in swimming and all kinds of junior sport, Ali. Absolutely it is, Max. I, I absolutely love it so much. that Over the last couple of weeks, we've had such a wide variety of of, of sports from, from the kids that have given us a call. So if you play a different sport or even if you play footy or cricket or netball, soccer, whatever it might be, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. You can have a chat to us about what your favourite part of playing sport is. You can even give a shout-out to a couple of your mates who are playing with mm-hmm. um, and, and talk to us, or even if it's about some of the favourite goals that you've seen kicked over the weekend. From a footy perspective, Max, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about that. Absolutely, Ali. There's been some incredible goals that you mentioned there kicked over this weekend. We've played the audio of Tom Papley kicking it from outside 50 from the centre square, um, Kane Corns believes um, it wasn't. I'm pretty certain it was from inside the centre square. It was an incredible goal. Tex Walker kicked seven. Charlie Kerno kicked a massive snap, which you wouldn't expect um, a, from a key forward to do. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's been a, a lot of big goals scored over the <laughs> weekend. Um, you know, to add to the list, Toby Green obviously kicked a, a bag of five as well um, and Langford too for, for Essendon um, in that res- respect as well. So plenty of goals being kicked over the weekend. So we'd love to hear what's been your favourite goal that you've seen kicked over the weekend. You can give us a call 
on one three hundred seven three six seven three six and have a chat to us. I think for me, the Tom Papley goal has has probably been the best out of the lot this weekend. Just seized up the moment perfectly, was a long-range kick, and mm-hmm. the bounce was perfect. Yeah, absolutely, Ali. And the celebration to go along with yeah. that too, we run about 200 metres <laughs> post-celebration. Tom Papley, we love his celebrations <laughs> and how far he runs and how he gets in, gets the crowd involved and everyone around him um, hyped up and ready to go for the next centre bounce and clearance. It's great to see players um, in the club and footy community who can do that. Absolutely it is. And and it's just it, – it's so fun when, when players celebrate like that and just show so much passion. Have you got any new celebrations you've been working on in oh, the off-season? No, not me personally. Uh, just I, I think whatever comes over me in the moment is yeah. is what I would allow to happen. Um, I don't think I've worked on anything in particular, Max. So Any teammates? I don't know actually if anyone's worked on anything. It was actually funny last weekend we we had a bit of match sim. Jess Fitzgerald kicked a pretty miraculous goal and she celebrated. We've got a lot of tradies on site at the moment <laughs> and and it's been fun to sort of have the atmosphere of Witten and, and know that it's slowly coming back to life um, with fans going to be there. But she kicked the goal and then ran all the way along the sort of half forward flank towards the wing and was just yeah, pointing yep. out to the non-existent crowd, but the 10 tradies that were in the bleachers <laughs> a little bit. Um, and it was, just, it was so funny to watch. I think I got my top end speed efforts up chasing after her in celebration, but <laughs> it was a lot of fun to watch. So any kids out there, uh, you can uh, give us a call on one 736 736 and after the break, have a chat to us about what your favourite goal celebrations have been. The kids' edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. The kids' edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the kids' edition. Some massive games here on SEN today. Hawthorne and St Kilda live from Marvel Stadium from 1pm for a 1.10pm match. Your commentators, Matt Hill, Matthew Cox, driving you home in that one. Ali, it's going to be a massive matchup and it's season on the line kind of thing for the Saints. It is. And and they, they've they played Hawthorne earlier on in the year, Max, and they lost that game mm-hmm. as well. So it's, it's tough because St Kilda haven't been in the best form. Yep. Of recent weeks, um, and and that's no um, sort of everyone's aware of that. I would say in regards to it, and I think it's Hawthorne have been playing some competitive footy. They haven't quite got the wins on the board, but they've been uh, competitive. Yeah. Um, in- I've really enjoyed watching Hawthorne um, this year, and I don't think met too many people um, would have thought they'd be able to say that at the start of the year. Yeah, exactly, and 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 so that's what I mean. I think it makes for a great contest uh, at one ten at Marble today. So. I'm looking forward to that contest. I mean, Saints need a win to to keep their finals chances mm-hmm. alive. Obviously, they're, they're still in that top eight and um, still could be pending the results from uh, the, the Melbourne v. Richmond game. Um, they could still just hang in there even if they do lose, Max. But, um, yeah, they they need to win this one. Um, f- I think for Saints fans, yourself included <laughs> in that. <laughs> who, who you got in this one? Uh, look, I'm I'm somewhat torn. I'm I'm going to go St Kilda. I think they'll they'll I'll go try to and too. I think they'll bounce back. Try and seize the moment a little bit in this game. Absolutely, blockbuster in the MCG. Melbourne and Richmond live from the MCG from 1 p.m. for a 3:20 p.m. match. Your commentators: Brett Phillips, Adam White, and Mark McClure. A superstar lineup there uh, in commentary on the SEN network. 
It's going to be a massive match. Finals on the line once again for Richmond. It almost feels like you could say it for every game because <laughs> finals uh, are on the line and it's such a tightly contested um, competition at the moment. It is, and they're finding a way at the moment, Richmond, and, and they're, they're slowly sort of work their way back up and, and into contention for the top eight. Obviously, a really big occasion for them, um, particularly against Melbourne. This this one will really test them out to see how they can go in this in this game. It's going to be a huge occasion at the G three twenty game. Hope to see plenty of supporters getting along for this game. So, if any kids out there are heading to the game, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Have a chat to us about that, Max. But it's 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 going to be a big big occasion. What are you looking forward most to seeing in that game? I think I'm looking forward to seeing Max Gorn and how. Um, the ruck combination and things like that at Melbourne work. Obviously, it's an unchanged side for Richmond. Melbourne do get Harrison P back, which is, for me, I feel like it's a huge advantage to them. We know he can play forward, he can play back. Ben Brown has been omitted, though, so you'd assume Har- Harrison Petty is going to play that forward role and James Harms comes back in uh, for Tom Sparrow, who's out injured, and Joel Smith, obviously the sub, to provide um, a bit of spark if they do need it up forward for the Ds. It's going to be a great contest, Ali. Yeah, and the, and the Ds are coming off the back of a couple of losses as well. So it, it's a, a great opportunity for them to sort of bounce back and, oh, sorry, uh, um, yeah, great opportunity for them to see how they're going to go in this game as well um, and, and and see what competitive nature they've got. Sorry, I, I, I said that wrong. They've had a couple of wins as yeah. well. So they've got some form um, coming into it. They had a great win last week against Adelaide. Uh, with a four po- winning by four points then. So I'm looking forward to that contest nonetheless, Max. Um, I've, I've got Melbourne for that one. Who have you got? Yeah, I'm going to go Melbourne too. I think they're going to get the edge and upper, upper uh, arm or leg over yeah. <laughs> Richmond. So, and then we get to West Coast and North Melbourne live from up the stadium from 4.10pm for a 4.40pm match. I'm not, I'm not too sure, Ali, how to hype this one up <laughs> too much. Your commentators, Tim Gossage and Paul Hayes, will be so obviously two stars in commentary. I'm not too sure what else to say uh, on this match apart from I feel like North Melbourne are going to win. Yeah, I think North will, will head across West and, and get a win in the, the later game today. It's a 4.40 game um, at Optus Stadium. So, yeah, I've, I've got North Melbourne for that one, Max. Yeah, I'm going to go North too. We take a look at the ladder. Collingwood put out a late. Port Adelaide, Brisbane and Melbourne to round out the top four, to round out the eight, GWS, Carlton, Western Bulldogs and St Kilda to round out that top eight. And it's going to be a fascinating day of footy here on SEN. Crunch time with Tom Morris, Sarah Ole and Scott Lucas coming up on the SEN Network. Thanks for joining us here on the Kids Edition. My name's Max Beckett. We'll see you next weekend.